Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Direct TRC. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KZZWLP Conroe and 106.1 on KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, your host of Conroe Culture News today. And we are local in downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio in the Conroe City Tower right now, City Hall. And uh, guests today will be Spring Creek Area Blue Star Mothers serving Montgomery County and the bordering areas. And with me is Heather Herlong, the president, and Kara Johnson, the first vice president. And in the second half, we will hear from Julie Martineau, the executive director of Montgomery County Community Foundation. This is on FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming, IRLoneStar.com, YouTube Live as well, and Our City TV, Conroe Cable TV. So the show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Team Sinisi Real Estate Group serves the greater Montgomery County as one of the best sources for buying, selling, or investing in your home or purchasing other property. 281-507-9777. Team Sinisi because it's an easy name to remember. Roger Stein Chiropractic is one of the best places to go for chiropractic care in Montgomery County, located at 3033 West Davis, uh, Highway 105 by Conroe High School in Taco Bell. They treat anyone from infants to seniors, local weekend athletes to professionals with a focus on natural, holistic healing to achieve optimal health. And Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certifications in adjusting extremities, arms, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. All new patients, it only costs you just under $30 for your first visit, and it all goes back to CASA, kids in CPS custody. Roger Stein, chiropractic. So a few things going on around our area. Guess what? It's fall this week. So we wait for fall and see if it actually shows up again because it's been rather hot again this last weekend. But I have, I have faith that it will come forward. So a few things going on is Sarah Best Gray will share her experiences and memories of growing up in the Conroe oil field with a tour of the house where she grew up. It's the State Gray House, and it's at the Heritage Museum of Montgomery County. So this is, this is pretty cool, and you don't want to miss that. That is this coming Saturday, September 24th at 1 p.m. at the Heritage Museum. And you can watch the artists in action at the Conroe Art League Maidley Gallery, which is located at 127 Simonton, right, ne- right next to the Red Brick Tavern. And uh, you can see the artists this Thursday, September 22nd, from 4 to 7. And you can also go check out their new exhibit that only goes through the end of this month, which is September's ending. We're almost into October. So go by and see it. 
no cost at all. And have you seen the performances at our local theaters? This is the final weekend of both uh, School of Rock at the Owen Theater and Murder on the Orient Express at the Crichton Theater. And are you even aware that both theaters offer these performances by volunteers that invest three weeks of rehearsals prior to the three weekends that they perform. The directors are volunteers, performers, performers stage crew, everyone are non-paid theater enthusiasts, excited to bring you live entertainment on the stage. So go support local theater. Tickets for the Players Theater Company at the Owen Theater is owentheater.com and at the Crichton Theater, it's crichtontheater.org to get your tickets. So Habitat for Humanity is also holding a day of prayer at the Cedar Creek Community. It's off of uh, 7th Street, and that is Wednesday, this Wednesday, September 21st, from 10 to 11, to give thanks for all the blessings bestowed to the families they serve with affordable housing, with volunteers, donors, stakeholders, and staff in the community. So a good address for them at Cedar Creek is 1526 Cedar Crossing Court in Conroe. Anybody is welcome to attend. One other final thing is the Great Pumpkin Shoot benefiting seniors served by Meals on Wheels is taking place October 21st. This is their biggest fundraiser. So if you can have a team to shoot, show up to volunteer, or even sponsor any of their uh, Great Pumpkin Shoot, there's availability. Go to Meals on Wheels mc.org to find out all the details and shortly here we are going to talk all about the gold star mom and family event that happens this coming sunday september 25th starting at 7 a.m it's a, a sunrise service honoring gold star moms and families and honestly it's probably the only one in the state of texas so what this does is honor those families that have lost somebody in the military over the years or or recently so uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with my first guest from spring creek area blue star mothers heather and kara listen in mondays at noon to hear conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses upcoming events conroe park events news stories and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, 
Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. We are back with my first guest today from the Spring Creek Area Blue Star Mothers. I have both Heather Herlong, who's the president, and Kara Johnson, who's the first vice president. And they're going to tell us all about what Blue Star Mothers are, how you can be a part of it, how you can advocate and get involved in their events and all of that. Right, ladies? (laughs) In 10 seconds or less. No, just kidding. (laughs) All right. So what is Blue Star Mothers? Uh, Blue Star Mothers is a band of mothers that are nationally recognized by Congress uh, that come together, first and foremost, uh, patriotic. We're mothers of service me- active service members or service members that are now veterans. Um, but we just, we're just the leaders. Um, everyone's welcome to our group, uh, from veterans to family, friends, aunts, uncles, uh, Blue Star dads. Um, we're a very diverse group, no age or, uh, or uh, armed forces branch. Oh yeah, they're uh, all is left out. We're all we're represented, and so we have a great time together. Um, and and also, you know, it's not just having a good time; it's continuing that, that legacy of um, continued service. Uh, like I said, whether or not the our children are currently serving or they're veterans, um, we believe in supporting each other and our military family community. So Heather, you have a lot of links to the military, right? Oh yes, yeah. I'm fifth generation veteran. Um, and then both of my sons, uh, one veteran and one active duty. In which branch? Uh, the Army active duty and Coast Guard veteran. Okay. And Kara? Um, I have family members who are military, and then my stepson is a Marine veteran. Okay. So it just shows that all branches of the military. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can be a member if you're a mom, a stepmom, a grandma, a foster mom, one of those female yes representatives with children representatives right but you can be a member if you just just by knowing someone in the military or a family member member. okay Mm -hmm. associate member um so uh like i said we're patriotic but we're about supporting the military family so we want to include everybody so tell let's talk about some of the things that blue star mothers does to support the military so some of the things that Blue Star Moms do is we have a couple of programs. One of them is care packages that we send care packages to our service members um, who are deployed. This past weekend, we sent 100 care packages out on Saturday to service members overseas. That's, that's good, 100. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also um, have veteran outreach programs. And then we have military family support programs where we support um, other Blue Star families and Gold Star families. Yep. So I know I got connected with you guys and rapidly got involved. And I didn't know, honestly, anything about Blue Star Mothers, Gold Star Mothers. I just, it wasn't, it wasn't in my line of vision uh, until uh, things changed for me. But you support you were very supportive, the whole organization was, and welcomed me. So if somebody is interested, they can certainly come to the meetings, and they don't have to be aligned with anything. They just want to support the military. Is that correct? Yes, yes. The third Thursday of every month, uh, we welcome the general public, uh, friends and family, anybody who needs uh, support, who's, who's patriotic, 
um, or just wants to get more involved. I mean, we have, like I said, we have um, a very diverse group, all ages, that come in um, that just want to get more involved at different levels. So there's not a particular level that you have to um, meet a requirement um, other than you just want to be, you're patriotic and you want to be supportive. So we want to get our yeah, community right. as big as possible. We, we, we have a great, big, huge need in Montgomery County to support military families, but to break down that military family. I mean, from Blue Star fathers, obviously Blue Star mothers, um, and Gold Star families, veterans, um, spouses of veterans, spouses of, of um, active duty. I mean, it, there, there's no limit on this community, and we by, by no means want to put any kind of limitations on it because uh, there's such a need for support and recognition. We're a special group. It takes a special person to enlist or a family to support a, a family member that has enlisted, and um, it, it, it's a legacy. And what Do you know what percent of people are enlisted or go to the military i mean it seems like it's a smaller and smaller fraction of the well the numbers have united states yes the numbers have um really decreased they uh the dod and the department of um, veterans has said that they i believe it was 13 percent drop just since covid um of their normal numbers that when you're talking about already a minority group that's a significant, that's significant right you don't, um, and that's why we need to honor those that are involved yes um so anytime you have a a volunteer remember all these are volunteers we don't it's we're a not, choice yeah it, it's not a it's not a draft it's not mandated yes right. exactly and so to be able to support all levels of that military family and individuality we've got to we've got to stay on top we of embrace it. it yes so associate members or anybody like we talked about uh, reserves or uh, had served a military or a spouse of somebody that's even deceased is okay any any of that it, 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 you don't even have to be connected to anybody or anything anybody in the community that wants to support can, and wants to get involved get involved yes so Kara, you talked about the care packaging parties where did all those packages go to Initially, they go to um, they go to a liaison in Germany. Germany is kind of like our substation, right? So we've we've contacted a liaison, which helps us out tremendously. So this liaison kind of gets a feel of what's going on over in Europe or broader. They know the better the best places for to distribute the care packages. Those most in need, right? Perhaps they do because there's so many service members in need, but yet there's so many groups like us right now that are sending care packages that a lot of service members are getting care packages and we are just trying to make sure that the service members that are getting them are actually in need so we got a liaison to make sure that these are service members who may not have a family back home or may have just deployed overseas or just have been there for a while and haven't had any contact back home so this liaison is getting these um, care packages to them so that they know that someone back home is thinking of them from Conroe, Texas. From Conroe, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you meet at Honor Cafe, which if people haven't been to Honor Cafe, well, you need to go check it out. Uh, exactly. You're missing it embraces out. <laughs> veterans. Yes. 
um, and it, it's it's very important and it's a good alignment and that is the third Thursday of the month at from 7 to 8 30 at Honor Cafe so let's talk about the event that's happening this Sunday the uh, sunrise service honoring uh, Gold Star moms and families because this is a national day of recognition recognition yes and so this is uh, the only event like this uh, like this in Montgomery County uh, and I have checked it out it's actually the only one in greater Houston area and possibly Texas recognizing a national event it's not a holiday but it's a national day of recognition for uh, specifically gold star moms who lost a son or daughter serving actively in the military and recently they added families as part of that too yes yes um what what sets this particular event um aside from others um, is a couple of is a couple of things. There there are other um, private events going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, for some this particular topic is very uh, personable, um, and it's very um, you kind of ha- have to handle it with ki- kid gloves. Uh, not everybody wants to be out um, out in in the public. Sometimes you know the the stages of mourning are so different from each individual family that's going through this. Okay. What we wanted to do, um, and and it was actually you, Margie, that brought it brought it to our attention, um, that during this day of recognition, um, there are several families in Montgomery County that are are ready to transition from Blue Star uh, mother or Blue Star family into the gold, and that's a not only a um, it's a it's a cer- it's a special ceremony that's been going on for many years that the Blue Star um, mothers perform, whether it's private or public. We perform that ceremony so that the family gets recognized in the proper way, um, and uh, and they're able to transition from being a blue like I said from being a Blue Star family to a or Blue Star mom to a Gold Star. Um, so there'll be some, there's some ceremonial aspects of that transition. Um, it's not only, it's a, it, it's a symbolic transition um, that needs to be recognized that, um, that our government has given us permission to assist with. Um, and like I said, some families aren't ready for the transition. Some families want to um, hold it private during private ceremony. Um, but this is a way for us to let our community know for these families that we're recognizing on this particular day. Um, it's allowing the community to not only grow as a community, but also learn. This is a this is a military tradition. Um, it's not one that we that we really. You know, it's not like we have a celebration party, but but it's a celebration it's of a life. It's a recognition. It's a celebration of life mm-hmm. and and a, a, a life of service. Because even though we've got, we're recognizing the fallen service members as well, okay, but we're also recognizing the service of those families and those mothers because they need to. You know, like I said, everyone's mourning um, is is gone through at an individual rate and time frame and it doesn't matter they need to be embraced they need to be hugged they need to be let known that we have not forgotten them and we never will well and montgomery county hasn't recognized the gold star families 
to date that we're aware of. And the Blue Star Mothers haven't been aware of all the Gold Star families. And as Margie stated, she wasn't aware of what Blue Star Mothers was until just recently. And to be honest, I wasn't aware of Blue Star Mothers until after my son became a veteran. And so this is a way of recognizing these Gold Star families and mothers and allowing or notifying them and making them aware that there is a community out there that wants to embrace them and wants to acknowledge them and make them known that the community supports them and wants to embrace them and bring them in <laughs> and just be there for just them. be there when you need it so yeah. um being a gold star mom is actually the most tragic and challenging thing i've ever gone through in my entire life and honestly, uh, Blue Star Moms has helped to support me uh, whenever I need it, whether it's a phone call or to be in person or any of that. And as a Gold Star Mom, it's important for us to gather to support each other because honestly, nobody really knows what you're going through unless they've walked in the same shoes. So we will be starting a Gold Star Moms chapter in Montgomery County because there is not one. And I think it's needed, uh, especially with a Gold Star Monument coming forward at the Veterans Montgomery County Veterans Memorial Park. And uh, it's a way to embrace our community. And uh, it's very hard when you lose a child. It is, it is horribly hard. It's tragic. And uh, this puts people together to support and honor. And Blue Star Moms is a big part of that. So I do encourage anyone to come out. It is at 7 a.m., but it'll be beautiful. It'll be a beautiful service. We are raising the Gold Star Mom flag that will live there then at the park right across the bridge. And there will be refreshments served by the Red Brick Tavern. Mm -hmm. There will be a color guard yes. from the Magnolia High School cool junior ROTC. Mm -hmm. There may be bagpipes. Uh, hugs will be given. Lots of resources, lots of support, lots of support. So if you support the military and the families, you should come out. It won't yeah. last very long. You could still make it to other church services, likely, because it'll only be, it probably won't be a whole hour, but we have allotted 7 to 8.30 for this time with refreshments immediately afterward mm -hmm. so i know you ladies will be there what yeah. else can people expect um they'll get to learn um some traditions that they might not be aware of uh some resources um this is this is a big deal um like you said uh a lot of people don't understand what you've been through not that they'll be able to grasp grasp the whole thing but a military family doesn't stop being a military family, never. Yep. And our community is is gonna be one of those military families that just through thick and thin, through the crap that we don't wanna talk about sometimes, 
to the um, celebrations of life that we want to others to remember. Everyone, ha- everyone in the military, no matter what military position you had, whether you were a mother or a father or the actual service member, everybody has a unique story. And it's really, really awesome to be able to share those stories and share them with the community. So this isn't just, this is, this is going to be, you couldn't have picked a better time than having a sunrise because something happens at sunrise. You know, it's full of hope. It's beautiful. It's a beginning. It's, it is. It's a beginning. And it's a transition. Um, how you feel first thing in the morning can totally set the tone for your entire day. And that's what we want these families to feel is that there are people that support them. There is hope. There are resources. And, man, there's a family out there that loves you. So it doesn't matter who you are. Come out because it's going to be really cool. And, man, what a presentation. We're going to have a pinning ceremony and a flag raising and a transition ceremony. And what better way to start your day than to uh, watch that sunrise and have a whole bunch of military families and the community all in one place. So if people want to know more about this event or what Blue Star Mothers does, they can go to the Facebook page, Blue Star, no, I'm sorry, Spring Creek Area Blue Star Mothers. Just Mm -hmm. Google Spring Creek Area Blue Star Mothers in the little search box and you will find it. I mean, even if you put it on Google, you will you will find it and connect to it this the event is also on the facebook page for the montgomery county veterans memorial park so you can see it there 7 a.m at the memorial park 1776 i can't even think freedom 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 (laughs) boulevard it's over there by the central library off i-45 between 2854 and highway 105 on the uh, northbound side Mm -hmm. the feeder park uh library's closed so okay to park in the parking lot mm-hmm. just show up no rsvp just show up um prior to seven we're gonna blast it off at uh, 7 a.m as per military protocol right right <laughs> that's exactly we're, right. we're moving forward oh seven hundred yeah that's right rise so and they shine. say rise, rise and, shine. and shine start your day off great anything else ladies well, we've got all kinds of programs. We encourage uh, whether you whether you want to become a volunteer, um, we encourage you to become either an associate member or a member. Um, we have all kinds of neat programs that uh, and and special projects to come. Lots of special projects to come. Um, we're growing bigger and bigger every year. This is only our second year, and we've blasted out of the park. And we're, we're we don't how have, many members now? We have twenty five. That's good. Twenty five members. Members. And five associate members. Yep. We would love to have more uh, Blue Star Dads. Yes. Uh, We would love to have more associate members. Just so uh, to get it out there, it doesn't cost anything to be an associate member. All you have to do is sign up. Um, The mothers uh, have to pay a $30 fee. Annual. Annual. Yeah, it's annual. We support the... um, our dues help support the chapter, but the associate members are free to, to join. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can. And this is a national recognition yes. organization. Yes, yes. yes. It's national. 
Yes, national since 1942, national, and we've been recognized by Congress since 1960. Mm-hmm. So we've been around, and, 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 and what's sad is a lot of people haven't heard about us because we're usually in the trenches. We're, we're, we're working every day out, with, out in the communities um, with local veterans, with assisted living facilities, um, active, I mean, we've, we've helped out uh, local um, units, army units before they've been deployed. We feed, we clothe. I mean, we, we do whatever lot is needed. Yes. And Carrie, so. you were starting to say something, and we cut you off. So what were you saying? <laughs> it's quite okay. It's okay. I, Anything I else you want to add, Carrie? Um, <clears throat> there's um, Heather. You know, alluded to. There's several ways to support us. We need donors. We need sponsors. We need members. We need associate members. Um, I was just going to say, you know, you can reach us on our Facebook page. Spring Creek area, Blue Star Mothers, or you can email us mm-hmm. if you're interested in supporting us. Um, our email address is on our Facebook page, or you can reach us at bsm.tx18 at bluestarmothers.us. We'd love to have everyone, and we want to see everyone next Sunday. You two are solid. You work so solid on leading the whole Blue Star Mothers in our area, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, we'll see everybody on uh, Sunday morning early. Thank you. Thank you so much. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S. S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I dot com. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? 
If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. And we are back for the second part of our show today. I am sitting across from Julie Martineau, so I've known for years, years, <laughs> years. Uh, now, she has changed not little faces, but different places she's worked at. I've changed places I've worked at, but we're still the same people. Julie Martineau is the executive director of Montgomery County Community Foundation, and she's going to tell us all about that. And uh, I welcome you, Julie. So... Let's talk about that. What is the mission of the Montgomery County Community Foundation? Well, thank you first for letting me be here. I'm <laughs> always happy to see you and uh, share what we do at the Community Foundation because like a lot of nonprofits in our community, people just don't know about the nonprofit until they need that nonprofit That's or they true. want something that that nonprofit offers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's not anything bad about the nonprofits. It's we as human beings are just that way. Uh, so what mm-hmm. we do is we're, we're the savings account for the community. People want to leave legacies here. They want to have a long-term impact. Uh, and so we're the way that they do that. Uh, people give money to us. Uh, we invest that money and then take part of the earnings and put those out in either grants or scholarships based on the way the person who set up that fund or gave us that money asked for that money to go out. So the fund keeps growing, but the best part and the fun part for me is we get to give grants out into the community or give scholarships out to high school students going off to college or to tech school or to any kind of certification, yeah. So it aligns with their specific needs. So if they want to do something towards animals or kids or single moms or veterans or they can use it as general too. There's some of them that are pretty general yes. right we have what's non-specific called, yeah those are the unrestricted funds so these are mostly funds that have been set up because the donors went i don't know I, I care about this community i don't really know that there's any one thing that i think is the most important so i want it to be available to be used as the community sees it being used sometimes we use those funds for emerging issues things that we have no other funds for but realize that it's very important, so let's take the veterans program. Uh, We have a fund just for our veterans 
uh, in Montgomery County, but it doesn't generate a lot of money. It doesn't put a lot out there. So we do get several grants to serve our veterans community, and we can use the unrestricted funds to amplify those grants, to uh, increase the amount of money those grants get. So that, that's great. Uh, if you don't have those endowments or legacy programs, where do you get the funds then? Is it all derived from that? So the funds for the grants and the yes. scholarships are strictly off the earnings. And the okay. good news is, um, regardless of how our investment portfolio has done, there have been years where it's done really well. And so even years like this year is kind of choppy. We may not have as large of growth thanks mm -hmm. to the markets, uh, but we still give out 3% uh, of the total uh, value of the endowment and so uh, sometimes we have to draw off of past earnings to make that happen but we're pretty consistent we're not pretty we are consistent it's been three percent of the total funds there's a lot of funds that go out to the nonprofits how many nonprofits did you award grants to this year so this year uh, our grant request just closed on uh, Thursday. <laughs> and so so we received 40 grants, and the total request is uh, about $480,000. Wow. I just added up this morning. You're wow. looking at your notes. So you don't have it. My no, board I don't. My board doesn't even have it yet because yeah. uh, I just got all the grants. So just under half a million dollars. So just under half a million. And but we, yet. We, in order to give out discretionary funds, which are funds that we, that our volunteers decide are going to go out we've it's just under two hundred thousand dollars and then on top of that we've got another sixty seven thousand that's going to go out to specific agencies and so what that means is people have said i love this group like casa or the food bank or whatever. the assistance league whatever and mm -hmm. those organizations they get those funds regardless um, well, mostly regardless. As long as they're in good standing, as right. long as they're doing well, uh, they get to take those funds and use them toward their mission. Some of those organizations go, we don't want those, that money right now. We want to keep growing the funds. So they ask to roll those grants back into the fund instead of taking them out to use them within their organization. So that the delta is half a million is what we've got requested and we've got just about 200,000 so as you can imagine you've been there and I know uh, yeah you know how that is it's we're hard gonna, we're gonna have to cut you have yeah. to make decisions and so the grants then you delegate to different individuals on your committee to yep. look through them after you've already gleaned them for having the uh, provided information, the necessary information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You share those with your committee members, then they take a close look at it. Yes. And then possibly go and talk to mm -hmm. the people mm -hmm. of that organization to find out more details that aren't mm -hmm. necessarily on the paper mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that they get the whole story and then they can um, speak in their behalf when y'all decide. Right who gets what and how it gets, because even though they may ask, let's say $20,000, they may get 15,000 right, or any amount. And sometimes it's even more. It all depends on what funds you have yes. and how the committee decides how it's going to roll. Isn't that kind of how it goes? That's true. And, and as long as it aligns with 
the intent of the donor. Right. So a couple years ago, we were we were down to needing to cut about twenty thousand off of where you know. And it's hard. It's very hard. So one of my brilliant business volunteers went, okay, we'll just cut everybody by whatever that percentage is. And I went, great idea, except you can't take animal welfare funds and put it toward senior citizens. So so we have to be a lot more surgical Mm -hmm. to make sure that the funds that are given out are according to the wishes of the person who who gave us that money. Correct. And then we have donor advisors. We have... Uh, people that ha- want to give grants out, but they let us do the vetting. They let us make sure that they're legitimate. And then they see those requests and they say, I want my money to go to this group, this group, this group, how much in each group. And as long as they're good organizations, legitimate, they're working fine, uh, the, those are honored. Those, those requests are honored. And those are kind of first funding that gets done by the council. I mean, by our, our uh, distribution it's easier. Committee. It's easier to do that and yeah. get that done. And so people want to have a say. So how many people are on your committee right we now? We now have 15. When 15. you were on the committee, we had 12. Probably. And yeah. we were, like, like I said, we've got 40 grant requests. And for 12 people to do that, that's three-plus mm-hmm. grants per person. But with mm-hmm. 15, it's two with some people doing three. Mm-hmm. So, um, well... 10 people doing three grants uh, requests. And each grant request is looked by, looked very seriously by our donors. We have, inc- not donors, our committee members. Right. We have very smart committee members. They're very intuitive. They get a good sense when they go visit whether this there's something going on, whether this organization can make this happen or not, because that's something we take into account. Um, we've had some great organizations, and they make a request, but they have none of the other pieces in place. They're asking us to put money in, but they don't know what they're going to do in for the rest of the money or if we don't give them all the money. So those are the least likely for us to fund. It has to have a strategy with mm-hmm. measurable results. Yes. And those results are tracked with you. They have to we send do. it in to you. Mm-hmm. And then those are looked at, let's say, if they want to do it again, you can say, well, how well did they do? How did they do with the money we gave them last mm-hmm. year? What mm-hmm. what's going on? Right. You know, and it's it's very important cuz this is other people's money. So it has it has to be solid. So, so one of the things just to tag onto that is what success looks like. Most people in in the best world, it's a that the organization has fed lots of people or touched lots of people. But sometimes we have nonprofits that want to try something, and they don't have the money to try it. So we give them the money to try something, such as last year a grant we gave to um, keep us fed, waste not, want not, an f- organization you're familiar with. They wanted to expand into a new community, and they needed some staff time to spend time working with a faith-based community, um, setting up their food pantry, helping them get that set up to serve the people within that community. And so success isn't necessarily that they serve thousands of people, but that they got it set up and that they learned. They may have made mistakes along the way, Mm -hmm. but that they learned the right way to do it and 
um, uh, and it, and then it became sustainable. They did not need us after they got it set up. I love those kind of pilot projects because oh, I sure. think it expands capacity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the service delivery opportunities in our community. Makes a difference. Yes, uh, 2015 LMC project. Yes, I was going to say. Keep us fed. Keep us fed. It's still yep, going and strong. And it's still sustainable. There you go. So there's mm -hmm. a little shout out for LMC. Uh, was that so, the best class ever? It was the most challenging class, I think they would say, <laughs> the leadership would say, because then they changed the way that projects are picked after right. our class. But right. just goes to show you, we figured it out. We didn't have an entry thing where they pick three. We chose it, and it's still sustainable. It's still going. So that's a good thing. That's a little plug for that. Yep. So how does somebody get involved? If they want to find out more about how to donate funds or a legacy program or whatever, I mean, there are people that are looking for investments mm -hmm. that help the community. What, yep. What's the best way to do that? So how do they learn more about it? So the best way is to go to our website. Um, on our website, which is www.mccfoundation.org, there are three um, buttons. One is if you're an advisor and you have a client that's talking about setting up a private foundation or a trust that's going to help, talk to us first because we, at this time, do not charge any of our funds for our service fees you know, the cost for us mm -hmm. to That's manage helpful. the grants. Very helpful. Yeah, so that, that money gets rolled right back in. Most foundations, uh, community foundations, charge 1% to 2% to manage those funds and to handle the scholarships and all of that. We do not. Uh, we're a little anonymy across the United States, actually, because of that. Um, if you are a donor, there's a button just for donors. And you can click on that, and it gives you things to look at, things to think about. Um, we have worksheets on there to get you started. And then if you're a nonprofit, nonprofits can set it up themselves. Uh, we have three nonprofits established funds. Uh, one is um, uh, the Crichton Theater, the hmm. board of the Crichton Theater Foundation wanted to make sure that their funds went on forever. And so every year they get some money to be used to rehab, remodel, do work, oh, and it's out of this fund. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, another fund that is uh, like that uh, we just got is Willis I ISD Education Foundation. Hmm. And they've been doing great in their fundraising efforts. They've given out lots of money to uh, teachers, to the school district, to students and scholarships. And they said, you know, what happens if 10, 20 years, this board isn't the same, and we really want this money to, in perpetuity, benefit the students and the teachers of Willis ISD. So they've got us set, we have a fund for them, and that money goes out to them, or can go out to them. It just got established, like, a couple months ago. Um, so we're that protector. What happens in the nonprofit world is nonprofit boards say, oh, we'll just set this money up on our balance sheet as an endowment. And then they go, oh, you know, we really want to do this project. Oh, we've got that money sitting over there. And the next thing you know, that money's gone. It's not there. And so we're, we kind of protect that money to yeah. make sure that that money goes forward. And then the, uh, in, in perpetuity for the community huh. to be used by that nonprofit. And then the last agency fund is Interfaith of the Woodlands. Dr. Don, Reverend Don Gebert set that up yeah. uh, to benefit Interfaith. 
So that's another type of fund, but those are done by the And agencies. he also set up the whole organization. He did. He? It was his idea. He pitched it to George Mitchell back in the early 80s and said, we need a community foundation, and George helped get that funded. And it has grown in, in popularity, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah, yeah. More nonprofits are aware of this. A little We're bit more, not yeah. aware of this community foundation. Right, and, right. and there's some phenomenal things that happen. Um, I know when I was part of that committee years ago, we then ended up getting a, a vehicle for a community assistance center. Yes. That they very much needed. And other truck. people then jumped in, other businesses that uh-huh. wasn't part of that allocation mm-hmm. to pay for that. So it's a lot of uh, business-minded people coming together to make a difference for the Absolutely. community. So you have an award ceremony coming forward too, don't you? Yes. So we're doing it a little differently now. COVID changed it. It used to be a big reception mm-hmm. and we had, you know, cheese and crackers and stuff and we had... The donors come and the agencies that were getting their checks, and we give out the checks that mm-hmm. night, and we do it in one fell swoop. Well, with COVID, that's that's a bunch of people, and most a lot of the nonprofits would bring two, three, four, sometimes five people. So what we so changed it to <laughs> yeah. a lot of people when you're giving out, you know, forty some odd grants, right? Yeah, right. Um, and lengthy, <laughs> and, and very lengthy. We try to move it fast. Yeah. So. What we did with COVID and our donors said they really like this is I set aside two days out of my schedule and every 15 minutes we have a new nonprofit come in and the donor is there. And if there is a donor that's going to come, they get to be the ones to set the time. And I say to the agency, X, Y, Z, like the Buckaloo family. Oh, so it's really They nice. want to show, yeah. they want to come, and this is the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they come and we get the pictures with them. We get the pictures with the agency uh, and each one. And sometimes we mix it up. So we may have an agency that is getting funded out of three or four funds. So we get all the donors there together that are want to and are available to get a group picture to highlight the agency mm-hmm. and their different funds. And then we do it again also for each of the funds and the fund donors. And we've got coffee and cookies and sna- snacks. And once we're done with the photograph session, they can go over and visit. And that's what the donors like is sitting down and getting to talk to people about what they're doing where their money's going exactly yeah and maybe then they have a um a better relationship going forward yes so it's all about relationships our county is all about relationships and how do we help connect the donor who has uh asked our organization to be good stewards of the money to invest the money well and wisely so that more money can go out according to what their particular passion is and need and then it. to get to see what that passion is doing what right. how that money without is. being in a rushed environment with all these other yes. people yes 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 and crowded yeah, yeah. so no, so anyway sure. it's a lot of fun so we'll I be like doing it. that november 30th and uh, i think and december 1st is what we're going to look at this year very nice yeah it's a lot of work but it's so worth it and it's very rewarding and you love what you do. I do love what I do. And I get to have our our, <laughs> uh, uh, our um, distribution committee members come. They get to be there. Board members get to be there. So it's the donors, the agency, the board, the di- distribution committee members who made those decisions. And that's such a nice synergy. It's a very happy time. So you're so good at this. When I met you, you were with the um, Montgomery County United Way. Mm-hmm. 
and heading that out. And uh, I actually probably met you, I think, when I was with the food bank. It could yes. have been youth services. Who knows? Yeah. All, no, all no, those different things. It was the things. food bank. The food bank uh-huh. And uh, connected with a lot of the people that we're still all friends with, and, yep. you know, including uh, Summer and... Mm-hmm. Um, now I can't even think. Jennifer mm-hmm. um, at Community Assistance who at yeah, on Wheels. Yes, mm-hmm. all of that. And wrote grants. Yes, which did. wasn't necessarily my most favorite thing to do, but <laughs> got it done. I was good. I think I was pretty good at it. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's kind of interesting then to see the different hats you've played over the mm-hmm. times too. But this one seems to really speak to you, you know, running uh, this organization, the Montgomery County Community Foundation, helping so many others with funds that they really need and corralling it to happen. Mm-hmm. So I know I appreciate who you are. Thank you. As a whole in the community, because you make a huge difference. And didn't weren't you also chair of the Woodlands Chamber before? I was, but that was back in the 90s. Well, still, it still counts. I was chair of the <laughs> Woodlands Chamber, yep. Yeah. And have had a number of different volunteer hats in this community. So uh, this is a great place to raise a family, to be a part of. I, that's my passion. I've been asked, especially after United Way was merged with Houston, I've had the opportunity uh, to go to Louisiana or other places in Texas to run other United Ways or other foundations or other stuff. But I really, you know, am a Montgomery County girl. I've lived here almost 40 years now. And it's unique. Uh, it, it's, it's unique. It's a great giving community, mm-hmm. a loving community. Uh, and uh, I, I really enjoy that. And it's big enough where you can do lots of, of good, but small enough where you get to know all the people. All the people, to help absolutely. Leverage uh, opportunities. Yes. That's what I like about it. I, I'm with you on that. I've been here, um, well, 40 years mm-hmm. in Texas, but Montgomery County, 22. But I do think the relationships are what makes it more family, family connected, yep. more to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's family because it's all this large group. So I'm getting the signal to wrap it up. So they can Google Montgomery County Community Foundation on Facebook. They can yes. do it on Google to find it easier if they don't remember. To get involved. Uh, find out how you can get involved. You also have volunteer opportunities that will come forward in 2023. Yes. And I very much appreciate you, Julie. Thank you. I appreciate you, Margie. Thank you for doing this for the community to share what this community is all about and then allowing Montgomery County Community Foundation Always. to be a part of it. Always. You do great work. Thank you. And Dick, thank you also. You do great work too. Thank you to our sponsors, Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi. We'll check in with you all next week.